from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Monday, January 10th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Arizona Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords continues to fight for her life. Foreign reporters say the rancor in American political discourse paved the way for Saturday's shooting rampage. There's a sort of lack of civility. So it's not just a question of, I disagree with what you're saying. It's, I really hate you for believing that, or you're un-American, or you're a traitor for believing that. Also ahead, the people of southern Sudan continue to vote in a referendum on possible independence. Now, this news. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. President Obama has led the United States in a moment's silence to honor the victims of Saturday's shooting in Arizona. A single bell tolled for the six people who were killed and for the Democratic Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords, who was critically wounded. From Washington, Paul Adams. The president and his wife, Michelle, stood, heads bowed, on the south lawn of the White House. There were no words, and after a minute, they returned inside. A little over a mile away, on the east steps of the Capitol building, hundreds of congressional staffers stood out in the freezing air in their own mark of respect. Speaking later, before talks with the visiting French president, Nicolas Sarkozy, Mr Obama spoke of the courage displayed by some at the scene of the shooting. And he said that as president and father, he was spending time thinking about and contacting the families affected. Doctors say they are now more optimistic about the eventual outcome for Miss Giffords. The Tunisian government has announced that all schools and universities will be closed until further notice because of the wave of protests over unemployment, the biggest to hit the country in decades. At least 14 people have been killed by police. Opposition sources put the number significantly higher. Here's Chloe Arnold. Schools and universities across Tunisia are set to close from Tuesday as the government launches an investigation into who's responsible for more than three weeks of unrest. Protesters, most of them young people, have staged rallies across the country demanding better employment opportunities and greater freedom. The riots began almost a month ago. The greatest threat the country's seen to President Zine al-Abidine Ben Ali, who's kept a tight rein for 23 years. At least 30 people, many of them police officers, have been killed in clashes in the disputed central Sudan region of Abyei as the people of the south continued to vote in a referendum on independence. Abyei is rich in oil reserves and coveted by both the north and the south. It's due to hold its own referendum to decide its preference. The medical charity Médecins Sans Frontières says that a year after Haiti's devastating earthquake, many Haitians are still enduring appalling living conditions. MSF said the spread of cholera after the quake showed the limits of the international aid operation, which had not done enough to improve water and sanitation. Imogen Folks reports. MSF says that despite the massive aid operation, the humanitarian needs in Haiti remain huge. A key issue is water, sanitation and waste management. MSF says this should have received much greater attention right from the start of the crisis. But MSF is also critical of the overall coordination of the aid operation. There has been too much talk about intentions, one MSF doctor said, and too little planning of real action. World News from the BBC. 
Some news just in, a report by the Organization of American States on Haiti's...